0: Hey everybody, welcome to Podcasting for Humans. Honest conversations about podcasting problems. Every week on Podcasting for Humans, a different podcaster comes on the show and brings a podcast problem, struggle, or doubt to the table, and then we process it together. I'm Richard Clark. I'm the owner of Area Code Audio, a podcasting agency that helps people, organizations, and brands build trust and loyalty through the medium of podcasting. Chris Darren is a podcaster. He's also a writer and director of the films Bringing Up Bobby and Between the Walls. And he's the author of the novel, Cradle Robber. Welcome, Chris. That's a lot of things that you do.
1: It's a lot of things, yeah. But podcasting is actually like my passion. Uh, The other ones were just things I had to try. Get it out of my system. Things that
0: flesh out your personality. Yeah, youthful indiscretions
1: that had to happen so that I could do
0: this. (laughs) like me and improv we were talking about that before like improv although i'm
1: still doing improv that's not out of my system yeah yeah he's also an improviser
0: (laughs) um chris welcome to the show and tell us a little bit about the podcast that you want to talk about today on the show
1: yeah so i've been hosting the truce podcast for six years it's a history Uh show that looks inside the christian church to try to figure out how we got where we are why everybody's so angry and how we can do better and uh it's a it's you know very involved it has found sound and expert interviews and music mm-hmm. and all sorts of crazy wackiness that kind of makes me jealous of a show like this, where it's like, we're just going to record it. We're going to have minimal edits. That is not what my show is like. I have chosen the, the mutual hardest jealousy
0: one. between podcasters is real. <laughs> like people like me listen to that show and go, man, I wish I had the time and like the yeah. ambition mm-hmm. that to do something like that. So it goes both ways for sure. What do you love most about doing that show?
1: Oh man, I, I think it's discovering so many things because I am constantly surprised. I generally don't know anything about the topic before I start researching it. And yeah. so there's this this constant sense of surprise to me. And uh, I, I don't know, I'm always having my mind blown. And that's a good thing because that means that like when I'm talking to an expert and using giant words, I generally don't know the big words. And I have to ask them, what, what, what did you mean? What did you mean by that? Uh, but it also the downside is that then I have a lot to, to cut out. Because I'm like I can't tell you sure. everything I just learned, even though it's very <laughs> exciting to me, uh, I have to cut it down and, and pare it down to what the audience will find interesting, uh, yeah, and that's it. a great struggle.
0: Yeah. But, th- but what you like is learning all of that I stuff. I love it. Yeah,
1: I love it. Yeah. Uh, um, although it's, I think I drive my friends nuts because I end up going on a lot of hikes or cross-country skis. And then I'm telling them what I was reading and kind of preparing yeah. myself for the episode. And when they kind of glaze over, I'm like, okay, I can't talk about that part because they think that's boring. Uh, so yep. I'm constantly trying the material out on my friends and family. And, oh, I love
0: that. Yeah. That's a great move. It, okay, so... Tell us what uh, what's on your mind. What do you want to talk about yeah, regard- regarding truths.
1: Absolutely. Well, between seasons five and season six, which is where I am right now, um, mm-hmm. I'm taking basically a six-month break from releasing new episodes. I've released one bonus and um, maybe another bonus, but not a real full episode, and yeah. my anxiety about that. <laughs> is that, you know, they tell you, you should, you know, have a very consistent release schedule. Uh, you know, you should be on top of that. People, people love that and expect that. Um, but, uh, I, I need to get better at understanding that I control the schedule. The schedule doesn't control. So
0: do you have a question related to that? Or are you just trying to sort of come to terms? It sounds like you figured it out. (laughs) It sounds like you just told me the answer. We're done. The,
1: The struggle is like, how do I make my audience aware that I am coming back Uh, Uh And I'm not just like taking your Patreon dollars and, you know, running off to the Bahamas.
0: I Uh, see. There's a Patreon element here. There's a Patreon
1: element here. And also, you know, like an investment because I am an avid podcast listener and I've had podcasts, some of my favorite shows up and evaporate uh, without a word. And you just don't know. I I actually just deleted one a few weeks ago that I've had on my phone for like three years because I'm hoping they'll come back. And they're never coming back. And uh-huh. I, I don't want my audience to have that experience. I want them to know I am coming back, but it's going to just take time because next season is so sensitive. I want to get it.
0: If this is something I'm interested in. Yeah. Why did you delete? Really? Why did you delete that podcast off your phone? Oh, yeah. Why did you? You unsubscribed, I'm assuming is what you mean. You you yes. unsubscribed from the podcast. Because, why? Because,
1: well, I, I was going to hold on to it forever, but they uh, stopped hosting the show, like it, like it's mm-hmm. no longer on the internet anywhere. And, uh, okay. at least as far as I can find. And so I was going back and I was going to download some of the old episodes just so I could uh-huh. keep them and they're gone now. So that okay. was when I eventually had to say goodbye.
0: This is what I want to start with is I think when it comes to your subscribers, mm-hmm. and you probably know this, I don't think you have to worry. The Patreon element is somewhere we'll you revisit maybe toward the end okay. here. Cause it's a whole other wrench in this, but the. Podcast subscribers are like just this is one of the, my favorite things about podcasts mm-hmm. is they subscribe and then they forget about it. They just don't. Right. Like it's like newsletters, Twitter, podcasting. The worst, the absolute, the absolutely best sin you could commit against your audience mm-hmm. in those three formats is to not do anything. That's the best possible mistake you could make because or be
1: really offensive i guess <laughs> which
0: is <I'm, laughs> well that would be the worst possible oh, okay sorry yeah that's okay. what i'm Got saying yeah. is that if you're gonna make a mistake if you're gonna screw up it would be just disappear for a while because they're not going to remember you exist enough to go i need to unsubscribe right. from this person in my opinion i don't know mm-hmm. like that's at least i the way i treat them and and the way i view like the subscription commitment it's is it goes from you, you really have to make them ask them to take one active commitment and then you just get a passive commitment from there, at least until the next episode comes out. And then you want them to actively press play, of course. And that's a whole other question. But. Right.
1: Well, I mean, you go to those podcast conferences and I've learned a lot at podcast conferences, but they're always yeah. telling you, you have to be consistent. You have to come yes. out. And, and I honestly, I just think it's baloney. Uh, honestly, uh-huh. you know,
0: interesting. Yes. When you look
1: at some of the, my, some of my all time favorite podcasts will have like six or eight episodes a year, and then they'll just disappear for, you know, 10 months. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I still subscribe and I still listen and I, I fight with myself, you know, can I be that person? Can I be like Michael yeah. Lewis and just disappear and be yeah. like, you'll be here when I come back.
0: Uh. <laughs> One of my favorite things about uh, hosting this podcast is that themes start to develop over time, the same sort of questions start to arise and, and not in a way that's redundant, at least to me, like they start to become clearer. And one of the conversations I've had in a previous episode, which you haven't heard, but the listeners will have is we talked about this question of consistency and like the, the, there is, I think you calling it out as baloney is maybe farther than I would go, but it is true that we have overplayed that. Argument. The reason people are making that argument is because a consistent presence in someone's life makes them care. I always frame it in terms of a friendship, right? Like podcasts are about connection. They are about maintaining connection with your audience, as you would a friend or a family member or even a colleague. There are other types of relationships we have in our lives where we're actually very satisfied with them not being every week. I mean, like, and it's not a problem. Our, our great aunt or our, um, the friend from high school, like those are people that a, we don't talk to them very much, but B when we do, it's like a delight. Mm -hmm. We're pumped to do it. It's like picking up like we never, where we left off, like we never stopped talking, that kind of thing. Those are very real types of relationships. And my sort of general rule of thumb is if you can frame this in your head as a specific kind of connection relationship, and then just like lean into that Mm -hmm. i think that could make a lot of sense and one of the things that i think there are two principles i think i want to bring up here in regards to your podcast because your podcast is a very like research heavy um production heavy experience yeah and the, the first thing i would actually three things so like the first thing like over here i would call into question and i'm not I don't have an opinion about this. This is for you to answer is, sure. is all of that always necessary? Really? Right. That is the thing I always push on people to just think really hard about that because, um, sometimes you just think it really is when there can be diminishing returns. Now I think probably the answer is yes for you, but I'm just putting it out there for you and the benefit of the listener. Okay. Oh, wait,
1: why but, tell me why, why do you think it's why, what? why is it? Yes.
0: Oh, why is it? It's a great question. I mean, I think like there is, so when you're ba- when you're asking this question, there is some, que- like you're balancing sort of like, what is enough? Mm-hmm. What will people actually be able to pick up on? Right. And then the question of what sets you apart. And when it comes to your show, certainly the research sets you apart. The production sets you apart. Those things play off of each other and so my gut is it's yes but like who knows you know I'm, i am I think talking to the listeners and saying what do you appreciate i was listening to one episode today yeah. right and you you did this thing where i'll just do you mind if i be really frank go for it okay so there were there's a, a positive example and a negative example of like heavy production value yeah. on your show and the 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 heavy production value where it's really um I think you could do without is like horses galloping. When you talk about a guy getting on a horse, oh, sure. right? Yeah. Like yeah, That kind of thing. I think you could just, and it does feel like, and I actually understand why you're doing this. Like you understand that like people are listening to a long essay on Christian history right? and you got to make it interesting somehow. You do. And I think that feels like that is happening in that moment. Mm-hmm. Like you're trying to throw something in there and just keep, like, hey, 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 look over here. And in that moment, to me, it feels a little too much like that, okay you know? Yeah. And so you could just, you, I I feel like you could maybe instead of doing that, challenge yourself to just cut some stuff out, you know? Yeah. Um, just mm-hmm. the other, but the other example is like this, uh it was like a um, dating game. Oh, spoof. right.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of some of the okay, early evangelists so, of the 1800s. Yeah. And so 1700s. much
0: happening in this scene of the episode and it's so good because like it it was it was a perfect way of crystallizing sort of like the differences between everyone it also like triggers something in the listener's mind where they actually are going to choose who they like the most yeah you're doing something like de facto entertaining which is fun the voice actors like contribute a lot to this i I was like stunned as someone who's tried to find voice actors like it's really hard to find decent voice voice actors and you they're good. I don't know if they're your friends or what, but, like, yeah. um, man, they're really good at what they do. And so, like, that all plays out really well and, like, really serves the thing. Mm-hmm. This is – a. This is so off track so t- from of what tangential. we're talking about. But
1: it's it's important yeah. to me. One of the weird things about my audience is that I I have a lot of people who are kind of academic listening, but I have a lot of mm-hmm. my my target is people who are not academic. Uh, people who have not studied this before. Yep. And in yep. some ways I'm trying to tell the academic people calm down. <laughs> like
0: right. Right. <laughs> You
1: you yes. are using such giant words and you are yes. holding onto this knowledge and it's nonsense, you know. Yes. You don't yes. have to say uh, you know uh, you're a person's hermeneutic and just be like no the lens they view scripture through i mean that's just say yes. the lens you view scripture through i don't need to hear the word hermeneutic her- 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 uh, hermeneutic um yeah. and in some ways the sound effects are me saying like i want to make this accessible to everybody else and yep. uh and i understand i have definitely your critique i've heard and i agree with And sometimes mm. <laughs> with the horses mm, galloping mm-hmm. and stuff But it is also something that does get used in other shows. I'm just trying to find the right balance. But in a way, it is trying to draw people in. But it's also trying to say to the the average person, like, we can have fun with this. Um, And it doesn't have to be super highfalutin.
0: I I think that's your first question is, like, do you need to do everything you're doing? And I'm Mm -hmm. sure that that is a question you've agonized agonized. um, over
1: yeah and and part of the reason is that i agonize over those things is that i find a lot of the best stories are in the footnotes uh when i read a whole Uh book and then i realize wait a second we aren't talking about this the right way um and there are a bunch of episodes episodes in season six coming up that um I would, if I, cause I've, I've been tempted to be like, I don't even really need to read this book. And then I read it and I'm like, wait a second. I was thinking about this the totally wrong way. Um, yeah. and it, it really opens up my mind in a lot of, uh, instances, whereas just talking to the, the, the host or the guest I would never get. Um, yeah. and so it's, it's unfortunately part of the magic of the show, but it's also part of the burden of the show is that I, I, I really get so much more if I'm researching things. Um, and I've tried to wing it before in previous episodes, yeah. and i I just feel terrible at the end. I'm like that was that was awful,
0: sure, yes, I know that feeling. I think as you're thinking through like how you frame this for your audience, mm-hmm. there are really two things to keep in mind: one is sustainability. Mm-hmm. what can you sustainably do, and can you actually like communicate that to your audience in a way that like I think so much of the the question i i actually had this conversation with my previous guest like it's not consistency Mm -hmm. it's sustainability and communicating clearly with your listener what to expect what's frustrating is not a friend who you only talk to every month what's frustrating is a friend who says they want to hang out every week but is never able to hang out that sucks so like don't be that podcast don't be the podcast who's over promising promise and then deliver on that timeline But to do that, you have to do the hard work of actually genuinely knowing what it takes Mm -hmm. to produce an episode. And then that comes into like, what I think is the other consideration when it comes to framing this for your audience. Cause I think that's really the question here is like, how do I frame this for my audience? Which is not just saying it'll be a while, but showing them the work, make it feel worth it. If you're gonna be gone for a really long time, like, make it feel like, oh, I understand why it took such a long time. I think that can go a long way. Mm-hmm. And I'm sort of, I'm not telling you to do these things. I'm more telling you this because I know, like, this is something that you already do and is going to make you feel better. Like, I think a lot of podcasters agonize over not being consistent, but you come back and you've got this incredible product that could never been a, have been made in a week, mm-hmm. right? that it just doesn't happen. And so... I think that's; those are two ways of sort of talking about this with your audience, where um, they'll sort of have an understanding of why that delay right. is there.
1: Yeah, and I've I've even toyed with the idea of like making a bonus because I, I drive a school bus when I'm not podcasting, yeah. and, and to pay for the podcast because I eventually want to do the show full time. And I've recorded yeah. on my phone different things of me. I can't record the kids, but. Uh, me getting up at, you know, five 40 in the morning and then having to uh-huh. get ready and drive to work and then drive the bus around. And then I, Oh, I've got like a quick, you know, four hours. If everything goes absolutely perfect to actually work on the show. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Um, yep. and
1: I, so I've, I've been re- recording things like that and thinking, You know, maybe I could make a bonus episode that says this is what goes into making every episode uh, is me running back and forth and having to make lunch somewhere in there and at some point having to get exercise. And uh, and so that's an idea I've had. But then I think, wait a second, but if I'm spending all this time (laughs) making this episode, that's a bonus to tell them why don't I just work on the real episodes? You know, like
0: And, and to be frank, like your listener will think the exact same thing. Oh, they will, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They know, they know. Right. I think listeners know, especially with like when it comes to highly produced, like this is uh, this American lifestyle podcast. People understand this is taking a long time and, or a lot of people and money, right? right? Like they get it. So if it's just you, I think all you have to do is say, it's just me. Right. And they'll be like, whoa, (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) that's crazy. I assumed you had a research team and a producer and all of these other things. That would be so amazing. And then they'll get it, which is probably why. So tell me about your Patreon because that's probably a big reason. Like you actually have any Patreon subscribers. So tell me like what those, what those subscribers are, where they come from and like what they're getting for subscribing. I
1: am this is another one of those things where you go to the podcasting conferences and they tell you these are the things that people respond to and this is why they go on patreon and this is how you build your audience my audience does not work the same way as everybody else's. <laughs> so i i'll put all this work into making a patriot patreon bonus and uh it i'm lucky if eight to ten people listen to it out of a hundred um and uh because i'm i'm at i think Yesterday I was at 98 or 99, uh, which is yeah. unbelievable to me um, that people, that many people would that's give amazing. every month.
0: Yeah, that's wild.
1: And that's not counting the people on Venmo or PayPal, but they don't actually look at a lot of the bonus stuff. Um, and and I have a few that will comment. Uh, if I do like a text-based thing, this is what I'm working on today. This is what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Or this is like, I have some artwork for next season. I just showed them. Uh, they'll respond to that kind of stuff. But again, we're talking like eight to 10 people. 10% of the people are actually looking at the stuff yeah. uh, which yeah. is helpful on Patreon. You can actually see what, who's, who's looking at things or at least how many people. Um, but they're not really there. And so I've, I've asked them in the past, like, what are you there for? And they tell me uh-huh. we're there for you uh, because we want to yeah. support the the main show. And I was like, that is, uh-huh. I mean, that'd make tears come to your eyes. That's <laughs> yes. like so great. But uh, at the same time, I want to provide some bonus content for them so a lot of times so the
0: minute that you get that message you're like that is beautiful i love that thank you for your support and then they're your boss
1: <laughs> right? kind of
0: yeah and, then they turn into the boss that's like where is this thing yeah you that promised? we've been
1: paying for and that that is yeah. one of those things that concerns me um and that keeps me up at taking these breaks you know that like yeah. they have to know that i am actually working on the show um and so I do try to like uh, give them at least some text updates or on Instagram, I'll put in like, Hey, this is me recording in the little closet where I record the show and uh, it, mm-hmm. and it's full of vacation Bible school stuff. Cause it's in my church basement. Cause it is the yeah. only quiet place I can find in this world. Um, and, uh, and so I try to give them those kinds of things if I can, but I do, I do get concerned that they're going to think I'm running away with their $5 a month. And, you know, I don't know what you do with it, buying a sandwich every month. Um, yeah. <laughs> whatever they could. What did they say? Company, like, right? so they
0: said why they subscribed. Did they say yeah. like what they want out of the membership? I mean, have they people s- have said that they don't really that? care
1: that much. Um, and I, okay. I've had <laughs> yeah, about the bonuses, but they, they, again, totally counterintuitive to what everybody else is going through. Um, mm-hmm. There have been some that have mentioned that they would like, because uh, Patreon has, um, you can make text channels now and like have text conversations with your audience. Uh-huh. Uh, which is like where you used to have to send them to discord or something like that. Um, yep. but, uh, part of my show, like, I don't actually want, this is going to sound really selfish, but I'm going to go for it. They're yep. only friends here. Um, we, I don't want to talk to them about the episode. Um, okay. in general, which is funny. Cause some of your early episodes, several of your early episodes this year were, about how people want to connect more with your audience. And I want to... Building
0: community. Yeah.
1: I want to tell the... You knew
0: where I was going. You knew where I was going. Were you?
1: Okay. Because I keep telling the audience, like, I don't... I want you to connect with your family and friends and the people in your church. I don't want... I
0: love that. Yeah,
1: I don't want to be the guy for you. Um, I'm not Uh here to build a movement. I'm not here to start a new church online. I'm here to drop some information, give you some discussion questions in the show notes, and walk Uh away. And that's like, yeah. a, I think in se- in the market, a weird thing to want, uh, yeah. but it's something that I really uh, favor and I really treasure. So,
0: yeah, this is really good. Cause this is like really good. Um, I don't know if pushback is right, but it's, it's like a good balancing for sort of my whole thing, which yeah. is like, I don't know if this one's out, but like para- I've talked about parasocial relationships, right? Yeah. Like, um. Like the value of them, they can mm-hmm. they can be a, a, a good uh, thing, and and in g- indulging them in the in what you do, and that is something you're saying. I don't want to do it, and 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 it's interesting because like you can see my brain exploding a little bit because it's like. Uh, that's what I'm about man like that's (laughs) why I think podcasts exist that's right but it's interesting because it it is not you can hear it in your podcast this is not what you're leaning to into in your podcast and it is a little bit like a hardcore history style like I'm here to give you the knowledge right I still think Mm -hmm. that there is a connection people are having with the knowledge and where it's coming from and how it's being delivered, that is fundamental to who you are. And I can feel that just talking to you, right? Like what what I love about podcasting is what I'm talking about happens, whether you like it or not, you know? Um, and, and people are like really interested, I think in life in general, we're often trying to separate the ideas, the things, the concepts from the people. Mm -hmm. And I don't believe that's possible. Right. And, that is a extremely clear in podcasting. So what I would say is everything you just said is correct. And you should lean into it. Okay. Like, I'm not going to fight you on that right. at all. You can, I, I I'm not going to, okay. I don't have a Patreon. I love that. Patreon is offering up those tools yeah. now without making people go off site. Cause that's a nightmare. Yeah, it's that's really great. Helpful. Yes. Here's what I would say. Just the principle I'm going to lay down. Mm-hmm when people say they're supporting your work what the, and you even articulated that they're supporting you mm-hmm. they said we're here for you one of the motivations behind that if not the motivation is, is belonging right they are identifying and 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 identifying with a group an idea a thing and so they are doing that so that they feel that they belong to that thing and so sometimes like in your case it may be that just Doing that. <laughs> They've done it. It's over. It's done. Your concern is that they're looking for more content, more information. I would based on what you've told me, end the bonus content. Because wow. like I, I'm not a I'm not a big believer in bonus content personally. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think it's good and useful in certain circumstances, but like in your situation, I mean, just based on, you know, eight people out of the hundred you have, mm-hmm. right? Like are listening to it. So why, you know, it's, I think it's, if you do bonus content, it's got to be about you and like how it's going and what you're working on. And maybe this is the place where you don't have to agonize over like the research and like the production, right? Like it's just the stuff you just plop out there. And it's, it's almost like a board meeting or something. It's like, this is, this is how it's going. You're meeting with your, your board and you're saying work is happening and it's awesome. And I'm excited about it. For these reasons sure i don't know does that resonate with you at all or make you want to die
1: it makes me want to die a little bit um <laughs> <laughs> is is that weird is that weird uh nope it's uh, not yeah. weird but Be- uh partially it's it's odd um uh, i think my, my i'm a little concerned because i'm i'm generally months and months and months ahead of my audience because i'm worried like mm-hmm. what if i get covid what if you know my car gets wrecked which both things happened last year and uh, I can't, you know, make another episode. Then I have a bunch in, in the hopper that can just kind of automatically come out. Yeah. Uh, but that also means I am no longer really thinking about the episode that just dropped. Uh, you yes. know, I, I don't have the information on me. And so when people ask like follow-up questions, it's like, it's interesting, but also,
0: yeah, don't do that. I haven't, don't do
1: that. I haven't thought about this in months now that, now that you're asking, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. and so I, I try to avoid that, but also, um, where parasocial relationships are good is the things like I've, o- I've never met you. We've only ever talked on the phone or emailed before. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. cause you used to work at the, at the network that I'm still in. Uh, actually uh-huh. you're the reason I have a network, which is awesome. Thank you. <laughs> um, awesome. I love that. But, um, uh, at the same, that, that, so there's value in that. And I think that's really good. But the, the downside is that, especially in the Christian environment, I know not all of your listeners are Christians, but, uh, in the. Christian environment where you're really used to somebody giving us uh, content saying, this is the answer for what the question. You, this is the question. This is the thought behind it. This is the answer. Now you don't have to think about it anymore. And, yeah. um, and there's value in that in a lot of ways because Christian churches are tasked with a lot of things from like teaching people how to read or in our church, uh, you know, helping people with immigration paperwork or, um, you know, feeding them. I mean, all these different things we have to know. And sometimes you need a straight answer, but in my show, I'm always trying to say, I'm going to leave you with this with no clear answer and I'm going to make you wrestle Mm -hmm. with it because it's one of the things that's missing in the Christian world is, is the wrestling with some of these big social questions that we think we figured out, but we really haven't, uh, or we don't understand how we got to the, the conclusions we've gotten to. So it's really vital to me that I leave people with questions and, and that I don't offer them a place to ask them (laughs) or to get clarification from me. Cause I want them to go to their small groups or their friends and wrestle with it on hikes. Like I do and bore the crap out of their friends. Like I do uh, with all these big questions. Cause I feel like we need, we need to wrestle as a people.
0: So yeah. there's a difference, I think, between Kanye West saying the song I wrote is about how I hate Nike because they ripped me off. You know, I, I don't really know and much about
1: Kanye West. I'm sorry, although he did used to live example. in my just state. Go with me, okay?
0: Just go with me, <laughs> explaining his okay. song. Can you
1: can you give it to me in Fleetwood Mac because I I would.
0: <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> Look, I just want to say the second part. it's the oh, okay. I'm bringing Kanye West up there's a difference between him explaining the song and saying, I'm a fixed wolves. And when he said, I'm a fixed wolves, he tweeted out, I'm a fixed wolves. There's a song on his album that had already come out called wolves. And he just said, I'm going to make a new version of that. Cause I don't like it. I'm going to fix it. Now I'm not saying you're, you're not Kanye West. You're definitely not going to do that or any of those things, mm-hmm. but there's a difference between talking about the process mm-hmm. and talking about the ideas gotcha. and you don't, and look how you apply mm-hmm. this is like it it could be very subtle, it, right. but I'm just saying like people who are subscribing to your Patreon are, I don't think they want to debate the ideas. Mm. I don't think they even really want to learn more about the ideas because what you've got in the podcast is a lot of content and it's really good. Mm. I think they want to be closer to the work and feel like they're a part of it oh. F- just by, just by supporting it. Yeah. And I think there's a world where you could say something very minimal um, in some way or articulate very minimal. The work is happening. The work is almost done. The work is held up. The work, You yeah. know, um, the work involves a lot of things. I've got voice actors I'm getting. Stuff like that I think is really interesting to the people who are, like, supportive of your thing, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, that makes sense.
0: Like, you've got a Patreon. That's what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. You've got a Patreon. You've got people there. And you also have a show that just doesn't, like, what you definitely don't want to do is rush it it doesn't benefit the show to rush it there's some middle ground where you can just say it's coming like a million times in 14 different ways right. uh that that are meaningful like when i'm talking to my friend and we've got a trip coming up i've got a couple friends genuinely this is real i'm not making something up you can i would friends. i would have no way to fact check you but okay <laughs> i will be watching your I've got twitter got couple, <laughs> i've got a couple friends every year we do a trip uh-huh. Um, at least in the last two years now. So now it's officially a tradition. Wow. Every year we do a trip, and when it comes to like three months before that trip, we start booking it, we start talking about it, we start getting excited about it, and and then we have the, the trip. The trip is the real thing we're excited about. I mean, I guess we're excited about each other's relationships with each other as well, but like, there's a lot of lead-up to that that is ancillary, mm-hmm. um, but that helps us stay connected as in the lead-up. You know,
1: right, so you, yeah, so you all. would say try to bring my audience along on the planning of the trip.
0: Yeah. Okay. Totally. To Absolutely. Gotcha. Well said. All right. Well, Chris, thank you so much. This has been really fun. Wow, um, we just
1: barely scratched the surface, man. I that was awesome.
0: <laughs> I know, and we went a little long. So, Chris, uh, Chris is the host of Truce. Truce is a history show that looks inside the Christian Church in order to understand how we got here and how we can do better check it out. It's good. And we'll see you next time on podcasting for humans.